the man that says what the people need to hear. Somebody need to hear this. That's right. He's going to be bringing you the word each and every week. You better not only be ready, but stay ready. Stay ready so you don't have to get ready. The time is up. It's the moment you've been waiting for. He's here. It's the Raw and Uncut Podcast with Pastor Radden. Service starts now. to be praised in the mighty name of Jesus. Yes. Hallelujah, God. Thank you, hallelujah, for those awesome praise and worship songs. Hallelujah, God. Because our worship should flow to him. Hallelujah, God. All of our worship, amen, should flow to Jesus Christ. Bless your holy name, God. Thank you, Jesus. Bless your holy name, God. Let us pray. Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, we thank you, Heavenly Father, for another day that you have made, Lord. And your word says we shall rejoice and be glad in it. Hallelujah, God. Bless your holy name, God. Thank you, Father God, for another opportunity to come before your people, Heavenly Father, and bring the word that you have given me, Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus, God. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for those that are here, God. Thank you for those that are watching by way of social media. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father God. Hallelujah. Watch over those that are not here that have a desire to be here, God. Watch over those that are at work right now, God. Keep them covered with your blood in the mighty name of Jesus, God. Father God, we come here today to give you the honor and all the praise because you are worthy, God, to be praised in the mighty name of Jesus, God. Bless this service right now, God. Father God, your word will go forth and it will not come back void. In the mighty name of Jesus, because you said so, God. Hallelujah, God. You are worthy, 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 God. We thank you for being in this place on today, God. To be back in the house of the Lord to worship your holy name, God. In Jesus' holy name. In Jesus' most precious holy name. We say amen. 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 Thank God for another opportunity to stand before you. Amen. In the mighty name of Jesus. Bless your holy name, God. Giving honor to my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Hallelujah, God. The head of my life. Hallelujah, God. Bless your name, Jesus. Thank God for our pastor. Amen. Hallelujah, God. Mighty woman of God. Amen. Been on the battlefield for many, many years, busting the devil in his head. Hallelujah, God. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Amen. A woman that says what she means and means what she says, God. Hallelujah, God. Thank God for her. Amen. In the mighty name of Jesus, continue to pray for your pastor at all times. Amen. Hallelujah, God. Bless your name, God. We thank God for our bishop, God, our overseer. In the mighty name of Jesus, God, continue to pray for him. Hallelujah. And keep him up. Another one that's been out there for a mighty long time. Amen. They've both been on the battlefield together. Amen. Busting the devil up. Amen. Hallelujah. Keeping the devil mad. Because I always say, if the devil is happy, then we're doing something wrong. Hallelujah, God. As long as he's mad, 
then you're doing something right. Hallelujah, God. And I aim to keep the devil mad. Hallelujah, God. And he can be mad all he wants to. Amen. He don't scare me in the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah, God. Because I'm covered with the blood. Are you not? Amen. We are covered with the blood. Restoration. Hallelujah, God. Covered with the blood. Hallelujah, God. Bump the devil and his antics. Hallelujah, God. Bless your holy name, God. He has no power in the mighty name of Jesus. Bless your holy name, God. Thank God for each and every last one of you. Amen. Hallelujah, God. My beautiful, lovely wife is up in Charlotte, North Carolina. Amen. We had a new addition to the family this week. Amen. Well, our fourth grandchild was born. Hallelujah, God. So she's up there. Amen. Helping out our daughter a little bit. Amen. Hallelujah. You know how you mothers are. Amen. You get that grandbaby. You ain't going to be too far from it to help your baby out. Hallelujah, God. Amen. Bless your holy name. I haven't had a chance to see him yet, but I will shortly. Amen. Hallelujah, God. Bless your holy name. Henry Michael Wilson. Hallelujah, God. That's his name. Amen. So that's another one I got to add to my prayer list when I'm calling out my children and grandchildren's name. Amen. Hallelujah. Bless your holy name, God. There's a word from the Lord on today. Amen. I was coming home from work the other day, man, and I was uh, listening to the radio and um, Bishop Hezekiah Walker was on clean inside. Hallelujah, God. And if anybody knows that song, that's the whole song, what they saying. The whole time. Clean inside. Won't he make you clean? Amen. And that has resonated and stuck with me for the rest of that day and all of this week. Amen. And the the title of my sermon today is Clean Inside. Hallelujah. Bless your holy name. It is a beautiful, wonderful song. I think it came out in the mid to late 90s. Amen. And they play it from time to time on the radio. Amen. A good song. And it's the truth. Hallelujah, God, by being clean on the inside. Amen. And I'll be coming out of the book of Matthew. Amen. And a little bit of Acts, but the 23rd of Matthew. Amen. <clears throat> Starting with the 25th verse. This is a a chapter where Jesus is jumping on them Pharisees. My goodness, the Pharisees and the scribes, and he's sending out a whole lot of woes to them. Amen. And it's a whole lot that's going on. Woe about this and that because they, them Pharisees and them guys, them uh, them scribes were something else. Amen. And a lot of times he was calling them hypocrites. Amen. Hallelujah, God. Because I, I wonder, do we, do we still have any hypocrites in this day and age? Amen. Do, do you mean to tell me that somebody out here preaching the gospel and doing something other than what they preaching? Yes. Is there somebody out here teaching the gospel and doing something other than what they teaching? Come on. That's hypocritical. Hallelujah, God. Amen. And Jesus stayed on them guys. Hallelujah, God. And then and he gonna let them have it because there's one thing that he says that. And we're going to go into the book of Acts in the fifth chapter, and we're going to talk about that as well when we wrap up Matthew. Amen. Hallelujah, God. But I want to talk about being clean inside. Hallelujah, God. Because one thing, when you give your life to Christ and you repent, amen, it's time to to make a change. Hallelujah, God. We even sing a song in this church about Holy Ghost on the inside, working on the outside. Oh, what a change in my life. Hallelujah. Didn't they say Holy Ghost on the outside, working on the inside? Mm -hmm. Inside out. Hallelujah, God. Because when you get clean, that's what you are. When you're in Christ, clean on the inside out. Hallelujah, God. Because today is Sunday morning, and there's millions of people that are in the house of the Lord on today. That's right. Sharper than cut glass. (laughs) Suits. (laughs) 
women with their dresses, with their hats, and they they pocketbooks. Yeah, I say pocketbook. My mom used to say pocketbook. Y'all don't say that no more. It's bags and purses now. Your, your Gucci bag and all that. Pocketbook. I'm going old school today. Got the matching pocketbook, Bishop, with the hat and all that. All right. Hallelujah, God. Suits with the tie, with the handkerchief, with the cufflinks. Right. Brothers is dressed to the T. Hallelujah. Clean. That sharp glass. Uh-huh. Clean on the outside. Right. But some of them on the inside is just as nasty as they want to be. Right. Hallelujah, God. So you can trick me and fool me, amen. Hallelujah, God, about how clean you are on the outside, amen. But see, you ain't fooling God. Right. If only people would know that God is not fool. Even people are all the mess when they talk about church folk, hallelujah, God, and they think they this and that, and they, they better than everybody. It may be some do have that attitude, but only if they knew that God already know. Amen. Hallelujah, God, because you ain't tricking God no matter how clean you are. Right. Hallelujah. On the outside, amen. Hallelujah, God. There's a dose of reality. See, we don't we don't have a tub no more. We just got to walk in and shower. It's nice to have a tub, though, to, to sit down and relax every night. Then, but them days is over with now, amen. I, I want the tub back so I can relax a little bit, amen. amen. But we got the old walk in shower. But there's one thing that I do remember for all you with the bathtub that still take a bath, you still leave that ring around the tub, right? right. You're just not as clean as what you think you are, hallelujah, wow. God. You can clean the tub out and get back in there and take a bath, and there's still gonna be a ring around that tub. You ain't nothing but dirt. Then that's what God make you out of. Hallelujah, God. Bless your holy name. You better look at your little ring around the tub. Hallelujah. Thanking you all that. Amen. Hallelujah, God. I ain't got no ring no more. I got the walk-in shower. Amen. I don't see all that stuff no more. Hallelujah. Bless your name, God. Bless your name, but you ain't all that now. Let's 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 do that because even the word will tell you if a man think that he's higher than what he is, <laughs> he is nothing. That's the book of Proverbs. Amen. It tells you that you ain't nothing when you think you all that. Hallelujah, God. But see, we talking about being clean on the inside. Hallelujah, God. And right before we get to Matthew, remember in in First Samuel sixteen and seven, where God was telling us the prophet Samuel about King Saul at the time, he says. Don't look on the outer appearance. Don't look at his stature or how tall he is. Because God does not see as man sees. Hallelujah. Man sees on the outward appearance, but God looks at the heart. Hallelujah, God. God looks at the heart, saints of God. So he knows whether how real you are or not. You can't fool God. In Matthew 23, starting at verse 25, like I said, there's a bunch of woes coming here. But right here saying, woe to you scribes and Pharisees. Call them hypocrites with the explanation point behind it. Says, for you cleanse the outside of the cup uh-huh. and the dish, but on the inside they are full of extortion and self-indulgence. Greed. Hallelujah, God. Amen. How many of you drink out of a dirty cup? Uh-oh. The outside of it may be clean It's shiny But the inside of it got some dried up Leftover Kool-Aid on the inside of it Where somebody washed it the way how they were supposed to They ain't put the rag and all that And they ain't clean it all out thoroughly Will you drink out of that? Hallelujah God With the dried up leftover Kool-Aid That's laying in the bottom of the cup The outside of it is clean But are you going to drink out of it still? Some of you nasty rascals probably will Hallelujah God I ain't drinking out of it I know that Hallelujah God Bless your holy name God Hallelujah Let's let's be real on it today Hallelujah Because you want to drink something that bad You just might want to pull this clean It was in the dishwasher The dishwasher ain't 100% proof Hallelujah God 
Because some of you put too many ditches in there and it don't clean everything like it's supposed to. Hallelujah, God. It says you clean the outside of the cup and the dish. Hallelujah. But the inside of it. Hallelujah, God. How many of you can have brand new shoes? Amen. Hallelujah, God. I know my favorite minister know about them $300 joints and, and all of that type of stuff. The outside can be real clean, but the bottom of the shoe, hallelujah, God, is dirty. And what's the call the bottom of the shoe? The soul. Hallelujah, God. So you can be on the outside clean, but your soul is dirty. Hallelujah, God. Bless your holy name, God. And I know he take that rag every now and then and wipe it off a little bit because he got to keep them joints clean. Hallelujah, God. Because see, people see that. They see the outside. He don't show nobody the bottom of the shoe. Don't nobody want to see the dirt and all of that on the bottom. They look on the outside. Hallelujah, God. Bless your name, Jesus. Then in verse 26, it said, you blind Pharisee, first clean the inside of the cup and the dish. Then the outside of them may be clean also. Hallelujah, God. See, he's telling you to first clean the inside. See, the inside, the heart, that's what needs to be clean first. Bless your holy name. As you can say all kinds of stuff, you can have a lot of lip service, amen. You can do things, amen. You can feed the homeless. You can do a whole bunch of stuff, but you can still be nasty on the inside. Yes. Hallelujah, God. It's all about that repenting, that change of heart. Bless your holy name, God. That's what it's all about, getting the clean, being clean on the inside. Right. Hallelujah. It says, woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, in verse 27. Hypocrites, again with the explanation point, says, for you are like whitewashed tombs, uh -huh. which indeed appear beautiful outwardly, but inside are full of dead men's bones and uncleanliness. Hallelujah, God. The prophets back then, and the, not the prophets, but the Pharisees used to go to the tombs and they would clean the, the headstones and whatnot and all of that. That's why it says whitewash. You, you got the tomb. They looking real pretty and clean. But on the inside, underneath is a bunch of dead men's bones. Hallelujah, God. Bless your name, God. See, that's what he's talking about, the whitewashed tombs, cleaning them up. And see, then he goes on to tell them how, how nasty they were. Hallelujah, God. Bless your name, God. I like that. That's even a part where, where Jesus say how, how you will go from sea and on land to recruit just to get another Pharisee. Hallelujah. And it says when he's won, hallelujah, when you don't won him over, it says you will make him more twice, the twice as evil as you are. My God, as a matter of fact, I want to look at it and see right there in verse 15. We're going way up to 115. Now, this is Jesus now. Jesus said you're going to make him twice the son of hell that you are. Mm -hmm. Now, this is Jesus here. Woe unto you. This is verse 15. You hypocrites, for you travel land and sea to win one proselyte. Or one recruit, if you want to call him that, so you can understand. And when he is one, when you got him, you make him twice as much the son of hell as yourselves are. This is Jesus talking. So he stayed on them. He said, you're going to make them even twice as worse as you are. Because now that means you're winning somebody. Now you're corrupting them. And now they probably was a good person. But see, now you're getting them to believe in all the mess that you're doing. Saying long prayers and doing all kind of other mess behind closed doors. Now you just created another one to add to the ranks. So now that's why he tells them that they're so nasty on the inside. All See, right. they look good with their pretty robes and their hats and all of that. And people give them respect. But on the inside, hallelujah, God. Nobody here go eat off a dirty plate. Right. Nobody's going to do that if you're hungry. Yeah. Who's going to do that? That's why it says you got to clean it all. Yes. My God, that's why it says the cup and the dish. 
You say, first you got to clean the inside of the cup and the dish. Hallelujah, yes. God. Nobody go eat off of a dirty plate. Thank Nobody you, go drink out of a dirty cup if they have any morals and, and any sense about them. Hallelujah, no. God. Bless your name, Jesus. But that's why it says outwardly. That's who you are. That's why it says it's full of dead men's bones and uncleanliness. So even if you, uh, uh, like it says that in verse 28, it says, even so you also outwardly appear righteous to men. See that outward look? But inside you are full of hypocrisy and lawlessness. Uh -huh. So you appear righteous on the outside. But how about you on the inside? Hallelujah, God. You can fool a whole lot of people. And a lot of people has been fooled by thinking that somebody was who they were. How many times you see they wasn't the person who I thought they were? Right. Because they, they presented a whole total different, as they say, the wolf in sheep's clothing and all kind of other names they are. They just who they weren't who I thought they were. Hallelujah. Because they presented something to you. Amen. Hallelujah. But see, we as Christians, see, that's what I'm talking about. If you are a child of the most high God, you got to live like it. You got to live for him. You got to walk in the spirit. Hallelujah. That's God. Right. And see, you can't be one way outside of your house and whatnot and be another way on the inside. Hallelujah. And vice versa. Right. We can't be all holy and righteous up in here. But when we get out there, now we something else. Right. Now we rattlesnakes, amen. Now we just wolves, amen. Hallelujah, God. If you're going to be praising God up in here, praise God on the outside, amen. You're praising God in the four walls and you loving one another. Somebody bumping to you, it's all right, but out there is somebody bumping to you. Now what? Hallelujah, God. What if somebody in here steps on them nice $300 Jordans? What then? Hallelujah, God. All right, all right. Are we going to be all cool about it? I know he ain't going to like it too much. They might get scuffed a little bit. He prayed it. Don't nobody do that. Amen. But in here, I don't think he going to raise too much sand about it. Hallelujah, God. But, but outside of these four walls, somebody scuff up the $350 Jordans. Hallelujah, God. Or even higher than that might be the price tag, depending on what kind he get. Hallelujah, God. And it's just not him. I just know he like to wear them. Hallelujah, God. A lot of youngsters, a lot of young people, a lot of people in my age group, some people still like to wear expensive shoes. And Lord, help me if you step on them shoes. Do you not know that scuffed shoes have started fights in clubs and places? Am I right about it, Brother Patterson? You know, and scuffed shoes have started some mess because people take so much pride in what they wear. You will slap the fire out of somebody for stepping on your shoes. <laughs> Yes, sir. Especially if they white. Because now you got a scuff mark. If y'all remember the movie Do the Right Thing when he had them shoes on, when bugging out, when that man, the white guy with the bike, scuffed his shoes and all of that type of stuff, and they showed that scuff mark. Some people look, some people take that stuff very seriously. Wow. But see, when you out there in that world, see, you're going to be tested. You're going to be tried. Yeah. And I, I said it once, I said it a hundred times. This is the locker room. This is where we get the plays at. This is where we get our instructions at. This is where we get our pep talk at. But outside of these walls, that's where the game starts. All right, right. now. That's where it starts. Not in here, but out there. In here, we learn how to love people that don't love us. Hallelujah, uh, God. There's people out there that's going to flip you the middle finger when you're out there driving. What are you going to do? Uh-oh. You going to flip back? Hallelujah, God. What are you going to do? Bless your holy name. You know who you are, Christians. Hallelujah, God. You know I got to remind you of that. You know who you represent and what you're supposed to do? 
I even told you, even Bishop T.D. Jakes told you how he stood up out of his convertible, stood on the seat and stood out and was arguing with somebody in traffic. And then all of a sudden, he remembered that he was the bishop. Come on. <laughs> and he said, this is out of his mouth now. He said, let me sit back on down in here for somebody to see me, all because of road rage. All right now. He stood out of the convertible. Can you imagine that? Can you imagine you driving and you see Pastor Bishop standing on the driver's seat up out of the convertible, arguing with somebody? Then <laughs> you realize who you are. That's right. Yes, we go get angry. Yes, we're emotional beings. But don't forget who you are and who you represent. Amen. Hallelujah, Amen. God. Clean on the inside. My God. Everybody want to call us hypocrites as if God don't know. Ain't nobody fooling God. He know whether you real or not. My God. And see, this is what I, what I like about him. Because see, the prophets, he said one thing what the prophets were saying. In, our, in the verse 30s here. And that's why he got on them, the Pharisees. He says, <clears throat> they say, therefore you are a witness against yourselves. You are the son of murdered prophets. Because see, what the prophets, what the, uh, they said in verse 29, they said, war unto you scribes and Pharisees, because you build the tombs of the prophets and adorn the mountains of the righteous. And say, in verse 30, if we had lived in those days, it says that our fathers, if we lived in the days of our fathers, we now have been partakers of them with the blood of the prophets. In other words, remember, all of the prophets got killed back in the day. A lot of them before preaching uh, uh, God's word. Mm -hmm. What they're trying to say, if we was back then, we wouldn't have been no part of that. Mm -hmm. Now imagine God already know who you are and know what you're all about. And you go sit here and tell me, if we was back then, we wouldn't have killed none of the prophets. Jesus said, okay, yeah, right. In verse 31, it says, therefore, you are witnesses against yourselves and the sons of those who murdered the prophets. You fill up then the measure of your father's guilt. He called them serpents and brood vipers. And how can you escape the condemnation of hell? In verse 34, he says, therefore, I will send you prophets, wise men and scribes, and some of them you will kill and crucify. And some of them you will scrounge in the synagogues and persecute from city to city. Now, God told them what they was going to end up doing. And even if you go to, uh, uh, what is it, the seventh chapter, I believe, of Acts. Remember Stephen? Remember all that he did? And look what they did to him. They stoned them prophets, uh, not just the prophets, but the Pharisees and the scribes. See, this was before all of that had happened. Because, see, they didn't like him preaching and teaching the gospel and who he was. And they killed him. That's when he said, well, as he was getting stoned, how he looked up into heaven and saw Jesus standing on the right side of God. How before he died and it said that he fell asleep. That was one of them. But see, now I want to talk about the, about the apostles, amen, that, that followed Jesus, amen, Peter and all of them. Boy, them were some powerful brothers, amen, in, in verse, in uh, chapter 5. Amen, we're going to start in chapter 5 and, and verse 12, amen, of the book of Acts. Hallelujah, God, in chapter 5. Now, see, he just told them that I'm going to send you some people. It says, and through the hands of the apostles, many signs and wonders were done among the people. And they were one on one accord, standing in Solomon's porch. Hallelujah, God. In verse 14, it says, and believers were increasingly added to the Lord. Multitudes of both men and women. People were joining this movement. People were joining the church every day. The sign and wonders was being happening. Hallelujah, God. So that people brought the sick out into the streets and laid beds and couches so that at least the shadow of Peter passing by might fall on some of them. Now that's power. Yes, it is. You mean to tell me you can put your loved one on the outside just so the man's shadow can come across them? 
That's how much they believe in the healing back then. Hallelujah. Because people were sick and they were getting healed. Then prophets were performing signs and wonders and miracles. In verse 16, it says, Also a multitude gathered from surrounding cities in Jerusalem, bringing sick people and those who were tormented by unclean spirits, and they were all healed. My God. And next thing you know, here come the high priest and all them. They don't like that. They don't like that. Uh -huh. So now what they want to do, they want to go out and arrest them. They want to put them in jail. Hallelujah, God. But it said in verse 19, but at night an angel of the Lord opened the prison doors and brought them out and said, go stand in the temple, speak to the people all the words of this life. Now you're getting instructions from God Almighty, but yet man is going to tell you not to preach in the temple and God tells you to go preach in the temple. Now who are you going to listen to? My God. My God. And that's what I like saying. That's why I love that part there about that. Hallelujah. Looking for all oh, we skipping a whole lot that happened here, but I'm going to verse 28. It says, now see, they got him again. They, they went and saw that they was preaching in the temple. They went and grabbed him in verse 28 saying, did we not strictly command you not to teach in his name? And look, you have filled Jerusalem with your doctrine and intend to bring this man's blood on us. But Peter and the other apostles answered and said, we ought to obey God rather than men. Amen. Amen. Right. My God. And see, this is what I like here. See, in, in verse 29, or in verse 30, what it is that they got beat. So they went and got them, and they beat them, and says, and they agreed with him. This is verse 40. And when they had called for the apostles and had beaten them and commanded they should not speak in the name of Jesus and let them go. So when they departed the presence of the council, these are the disciples talking here. Look, and they say they rejoicing that they counted, they were counted worthy to suffer shame in his name. And they say, and daily in the temple and every house, they did not cease teaching and preaching Jesus as the Christ. All right. You just got beat. They just told you, don't do this no more. And you just got beat. Mm -hmm. They were rejoicing and counted worthy that we got beat down. Mm -hmm. And you heard them and said they went back into the temples and continued to teach and preach because they weren't scared. Like they said, who are we going to listen to? You are God. Right. And you know you done heard from the voice of God. That's why you can't be paying attention to what people say. Hallelujah, God. Especially if it's going against the word of God. That's why you can't be ashamed of the gospel. If God tells you to do something, you do it. If he say not to do it and everybody's doing it, then you don't do it. Amen, amen. They went back and started teaching again and preaching in the temples. After getting beat down. My God. And they rejoiced. Hallelujah. How many of you will, will start rejoicing if you get fired for reading your Bible on the job? How many of you going to start rejoicing? Are you going to be down at HR screaming at the top of your lungs? Somebody, they, done, they done fired me for reading my Bible. Hallelujah, God. How many of you going to rejoice and say, I count it worthy. Hallelujah, God. To be reading my Bible and they done kicked me out of this building and told me not to come back. Hallelujah, God. Bless your holy name. Look what they did. They was rejoicing because they counted themselves worthy. Of getting beat down. Hallelujah, God. How many people rejoice after getting beat? My God, I'm quite sure it wasn't no little light beating neither. For the most part, they don't describe it, but I'm quite sure it wasn't no little slap on the wrist. You can please believe that. 
But nevertheless, they were rejoicing over preaching and teaching the gospel. Hallelujah. And getting beat down and went back into the temple. Hallelujah, Amen. God. My God, how much do you love the Lord? See, that's that's clean on the inside. Hallelujah, God. That's clean because they was on a mission for Jesus Christ. Hallelujah, God. They was on a mission and we have to be on a mission to preach and teach the gospel to live holy. Hallelujah. In spite of what the world is doing. Hallelujah, God. When the word is telling you, how can you forgive so-and-so? How can you love so-and-so? Because the word says for me to do so. Because Jesus tells me to do so. It says to pray for my enemies. Despitefully use me to pray for them. Hallelujah, God. That's why I do so. Remember, there's a song that says it's in my heart. It's in my heart to serve the Lord. Hallelujah. And the man said, Harvey, how can you smile with them people? And how can you do that? He says, because it's in my heart to do so. It's in my heart to serve the Lord. Hallelujah, God. But see, people on the outside don't understand that. They don't understand who we are. Because they think, hallelujah, God, that we're weak, hallelujah. They think that we're small because we forgive people that, that do us wrong, hallelujah, God. Because But yet everybody wants to go to heaven but don't want to forgive nobody. You got to have it in your heart to do so. You got to have it on the inside. As I say, it's not easy to do that. Nobody said it's easy, but we have to do that. We have to ask God for a forgiving heart, hallelujah. Because there's going to be people in this life that's going to do you wrong. And it's going to be people that's close to you. That's going to do you wrong. That's when it hurt the most. When it's somebody who you love or somebody who you trust and they stab you in the back. But you're going to have to forgive them. You can't take that message into heaven. You can't say, well, God knows my heart. He understands. Hallelujah, God. He understands that he chose you for a reason. He understands that he chose you to do something like that. Remember, I was just talking about it in Bible study about the wide and the narrow road. See, the wide road of those unforgiven people. Uh-huh. The wide road of those people that's not clean on the inside. The straight and narrow, that's the one that said few is on that road. The straight and narrow road, that's the road that has the clean on the inside. Hallelujah, God. Bless your holy name. That's the people that God is looking for. Hallelujah, God. That clean on the inside. Bless your holy name, God. Some people, as soon as the pastor correct them about something, they out the door. Uh They can't take a little correction. Hallelujah, God. You hear the stories of what how Bishop and Pastor, what they went through up in North Carolina and all of that stuff. They have told it hundreds of times how they was treated less than. Hallelujah, God. Kicked off of this commouse, kicked off the choir, kicked off of this and that. And they still stay there. They say they treated them like nothing. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. But they still stayed until God said leave. Most people out there day one, they would have been gone. Come on. I ain't putting up with this foolishness. Go accuse me for this, this and that. And I done told you I did or whatever the case may be. And now I'm off of this committee now and all that, man, no. Kicked off the quiet and been all that, no, nah, man, forget y'all. I'm out. And, a lot, of, and a lot of people would. Mm-hmm. But they stayed for a little while anyway until God told them, all right, it's time to go. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah, God. You hear minister talking about how he didn't want to come from North Carolina? Amen. That's part of the reason why. They had, it was time to go. Amen. If it wasn't for that, they probably still would have been up there. But God has it. God does everything for a reason. Hallelujah, God. Everything for a reason and decent and in order. Hallelujah, God. Sometimes we as Christians, you got to have some thick skin sometimes. You got to toughen up. Amen. It's not easy following Jesus sometimes. It's really not. Amen. When you're going against what everybody else is doing, but you got to stand flat-footed. You got to be immovable. You got to be like that tree that's planted by the water. Hallelujah, God. When people are saying, why are you taking this or why are you not doing this? Or, I would have said this. Or, I would have did that. And you be calm about it. Hallelujah, God. People don't understand that. Bless your holy name, God. Can't go around slapping the fire to folks because you get mad. Amen. Hallelujah, God. 
You are a child of the Most High God. He chose you for that. Some people, they just can't do that. That's why they're not chosen, and that's why they can't make it in. Amen. No matter how good of a person they are, your goodness don't get you into heaven. Hallelujah, God. Thank you, Jesus. It's what's on the inside, your heart. That's a clean hands and what? A pure heart. We just, he just read, Bishop just did the thing by, by, by standing on God's holy hill. Only those with clean hands and a pure heart. Those are the ones that's going to be up in heaven. Hallelujah. Right. A pure heart. The inside. Bless your name, God. Now how you look on the outside. All right. Not some of the beauty, uh, the, wit, the wise words that you may say. Come and on. you look smart in front of everybody. Come on. That's why the word tells us. About the, about the preachers right here. That's why we have those, those testimonies of how we used to be. Because the Bible says not all those that are strong. Not the strongest. Not the smartest. Not the wealthiest. Those aren't the ones that Christ called. But he called those that's been out there in them streets. Hallelujah, God. You those it. former prostitutes. Those drug dealers. Those yes, pimps. Yes. Those runners. Those hustlers. Yes. Hallelujah, God. Those drunkards. Those drug addicts. That God done cleaned up and not in the pulpit now. Preaching and teaching the gospel. Telling everybody how they got cleaned up and where God done brought them from. Uh -huh. I was just telling minister yesterday when we was out here. Amen. About when he was talking about the, uh, the guy named Kool-Aid. That got the endorsement or something like that. A football. I said, well, that was my name in the army. Hallelujah, God. I said, well, yeah, well, Kool-Aid was ruthless. All right. I said, we go back to Fort Riley, Kansas right now. Ain't nobody going to call me by my name. Ain't nobody going to call me Rad. That's a Kool-Aid back in town. Uh -huh. But they don't know who I am now. Right. But they know the old Kool-Aid from 1995 and 1996. Hallelujah, God. That Kool-Aid was something else. Ruthless. Fornicator. Cusser. Thief. Liar. You name it, I was me. I did all that. Hallelujah, God. But I ain't gonna get on all of my past right now. Hallelujah, God. But that was Kool-Aid. Hey, man. Hallelujah, God. That was the name that they called me. That's what I was known by. Hallelujah, God. Bless your name. It just when he had said that, I said, man, that was my name, boy, back in the day. And I got that name when I was over in Germany. Hallelujah, God. But the point is, I can preach and teach what God has brought me from. There you go. Amen. Hallelujah, Amen. God. Hallelujah. Am I perfect? By no means. Hallelujah, God. There's only one. That's Jesus Christ. That's I right. still make mistakes. Hallelujah, God. I still have to ask for forgiveness. Amen. Amen. Daily, as much as possible, because I'm still a human being. Hallelujah, God. I am not without fault. Bless your holy name, God. But God has called me and I still have a right and a duty to tell you to be sure that you're clean on the inside. Yeah. Hallelujah, God. Bless your name, God. Because that's the God that I serve. Hallelujah, God. You can go ahead and get ready to take me home, Josh. Bless your holy name. As Bishop say, take me on home. Hallelujah, God. Bless your name, God. Clean inside like what the song says. You can't make it into heaven being dirty on the inside. Hallelujah, God. As I told you, no strangers are going to make it into heaven. You won't let strangers in your house. God is not letting down in his house. Hallelujah, God. It's just not going to happen. If you are not clean, be prepared to stay where you at because you ain't going no further. Hallelujah, God. You got to repent. You know what your vices are. You know what's causing you to fail, God. Repent. You know who you are and what you're doing wrong. Ask God to help you with that. That's right. No, that's not always cute because somebody done did you wrong and you got to get back and clap back and get revenge and all of that type of mess. God is not interested in revenge. No, it's not. He see that mess every day and been seeing it for tens of thousands of years. He's been seeing people just got to get back for somebody that did them wrong. He's looking for somebody that's going to forgive instead of getting revenge. Amen. Hallelujah, Jesus. 
So don't have that revengeful heart. Have a forgiving heart. And learn to let some of that mess just go. Hallelujah, God. Some mess just has to be let go and let God fix it. If God said he'll fight your battles, then let him fight it. It wasn't made for you to fight. That's what he died on the cross for. He took all of that with him. Hallelujah, God. All of that was nailed on the cross. Let God fight your battles. Yes. yes. You can't do it. And when you do do it, you mess up. How many people is in the jailhouse right now saying, if I wouldn't have just did that? If I wouldn't have responded the way I did? Come on. He slapped me or called me out of a name. I took my pistol out and shot him in his chest. You hear that stuff all the time on the news about, well, it was a shoot, they say, because it was an argument. Arguing. Now your life just gone now. Right. Because you just happened to be strapped with a gun at the time when you got into it with somebody. Some people don't need a firearm. Amen. They really Amen. don't. Say it. Because you know who you are and you get mad too darn quick. That's right. You get mad too quick. And as soon as you want, as soon as you get mad, that's the first thing you reach for or start looking for. Instead of trying to work it out and don't nobody want to fight. We didn't all seen the movie Friday. Remember when Pop said, don't, don't nobody want to fight no more. Mm-hmm. He said, this day at least you fought. If you lost, you come back and you can live and fight another day. Yeah. But don't nobody have that attitude no more. We just want to just get rid of whoever it is that's standing in front of me. And then you probably get in your car and drive off. And then when the police come, a lot of times they tell you, and if it's on camera, they do what it was, then they go come get you. Then they go bring you in. And then other than that, now you're looking over your shoulder. They don't need those. Some people just don't need a pistol. They really don't. Man. Now, if you're doing it in self-defense, that's one thing. In your home and somebody broke in or whatever the case, that's one thing. But just an argument? Because the jury ain't going to see it your way. They don't care if you got mad. They say, you ain't no business doing that. You done took a life now. They don't see it your way. And after you done took somebody out, it's too late now. But see, if you clean on the inside... Amen. You'll let God fight them battles. Hallelujah, God. Bless your holy name. I pray that everybody got something out of this. Let us go ahead and, and pray. Let us go ahead and, and pray and let's say a prayer <clears throat> so we can let God fix it. Hallelujah, God. Let us pray. Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, we thank you, Heavenly Father, Lord, for this service on today, God. Father God, I pray, Heavenly Father, that those that are in here and those that are listening by social media, God, I pray, Heavenly Father, Lord, that we have a clean heart, God, a pure heart, clean hands and a pure heart, Lord. I pray, Heavenly Father, Lord, that we don't be so quick to get angry, God. Father God, that we keep our anger under subjection in the mighty name of Jesus, God. Father God, I pray, Lord, that we'll let you fight our battles in the mighty name of Jesus, God. Because if we fix it, God, we're going to mess it up in Jesus' holy name, God. Father God, I pray, Lord, that we be clean on the inside and we stay clean on the inside, God. First and foremost, God, we have to repent and accept you to be our Lord and Savior in the mighty name of Jesus, God. Read our word every day. Let's feed our spirit, man, the word of God in Jesus' holy name, God. Listen to more gospel music, God. Read in the word. Listen to preaching on TV or on the radio. Let's get that word on the inside as much as possible in the mighty name of Jesus, God. Hallelujah, God. I pray that we have a forgiving heart in the mighty name of Jesus, God. A loving heart. Hallelujah, God. Your word says to love the neighbor as we love ourselves, God. In the mighty name of Jesus, God. Your word says that how can you forgive us if we can't forgive those that that are mad at us, God. In Jesus' holy name, God. Father God, we must be clean on the inside. In the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. If we plan to 
make it into your kingdom. And we plan to see you one day, Heavenly Father, in the mighty name of Jesus and reign with you forever and ever and live with you, God. And that's to be clean on the inside, have a forgiving heart in the mighty name of Jesus, God. Help us where we are short at, Heavenly Father, Lord. Help us overcome our shortcomings. Your word says, God, that we are overcomers, God. Your word says that we are more than conquerors in the mighty name of Jesus. Your word says, Father God, that we do have the victory in the mighty name of Jesus, God. Hallelujah, God. Bless your holy name, God. We can do this, God. We can do what you said to. We got to believe what it says that we can do, what it says we can be in Jesus' holy name, God. We have to believe that, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus, God. We are victorious, we are overcomers, and we are more than conquerors because your word says so. Help us, Heavenly Father, right now with our shortcomings, with our vices, be it drugs, be it alcohol, be it lusting, be it stealing, be with a foul mouth or whatever it may be, God. Help us to be overcomers of these things, Heavenly Father, Lord. The devil is a lie. As like I said in the beginning, Lord, I pray that we make the devil mad and keep him upset, God, in the mighty name of Jesus. I pray that the devil is never happy with my antics or with my workings, what I do. Yes. I pray, Father God, yes. that we keep the devil mad because if the devil is mad, that means we're doing something right and we're doing something righteous for you, God. In Jesus' holy name. In Jesus' holy name we pray. Amen. 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 If there's anyone in your prayer, they can come up to the altar at this time. Amen. God bless each and every one on social media. Amen. Hallelujah. I love you. If you need prayer, hallelujah, guys. We can pray and we can tell God all about it. Amen. God.